Welcome to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I'm your host, Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. From lost trauma, disappointments and devastation to healing hope and betterment, what has grounded me is my unbreakable spirit. We all have that spirit within us. Every week, I'm here to inspire you with stories of perseverance and growth. My mission is to help you crush self-limiting beliefs and to be unapologetically you. You are your only limit, so take action today. Let your unbreakable ride begin now. This episode is brought to you by Blue Skies Life, a lifestyle brand with high quality, ethical, and sustainable products. There are products for your mind, body, and home, everything from calming tea and luxurious shea butter to Turkish towels and silk kimonos. The holiday season is upon us, so start getting these one-of-a-kind gifts now. Go to blueskieslife.com, that's B-L-U-S-K-Y-S, L-I-F-E dot com and use code BU20 to get 20% off your order today. Welcome back to the Born Unbreakable podcast. I can't even explain to you all how excited I am about my guest today. When Erica and I connected and I dug into the content that we're going to cover today, I was like, I cannot wait until this day happens because we are going to talk about sex. I did say that. I said that. I said that word out loud. Sex, intimacy, dating, relationships, because Erica is a sexual empowerment and dating coach. She's a speaker and expert. She's certified in so many things. So you're a certified life coach, a Reiki master, an angel card reader. You've worked with the likes of Gabby Bernstein and others that I'm sure many of us follow in this space. And Erica's mission, which I just love so much, is to help humans feel more alive, embodied, and have an epic relationship, first and foremost, with yourself and with others. She also has a free ebook from perfectionist to pleasure expert. Come on with that title. You can get it at www.wethelight.org forward slash subscribe. She'll talk more about where you can find her and connect with her and all of that stuff in a little later in the show. But Erica, welcome. To the podcast. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm like, yes, let's do it. Let's make magic. I'm so excited. Thank you yeah. for having me. This is just, you know, Erica and I talked for just a little bit before we started the interview. And I was saying to her, sex is this topic that we shy away from. And there, there are different feelings that people have around it, whether they're leaning into it or shying away from it. And I do think that in society, oftentimes it's a subject that needs to be addressed, but it's not. And it's great that you carry a safe space for clients to talk with you and work through the things that challenge them in this space. But before we get into the things that are going to help other people on the show and why they're listening to us today, I definitely want to learn a little bit more about your own personal story. So I know that you had chronic anxiety, you 
had certain feelings about your own body image and you had to have that moment, that fabulous, I am going to get my ass up and do something different about the way that I look at myself and look at pleasure. So take take me back to old Erica before Ooh. you got to <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. It's, uh, you know, to reflect back because I think she would have been extremely cynical. I'm like, yeah. Like, you're, first of all, I'm going to die a slow death. That's so embarrassing. You're a sexual empowerment coach. Like, I think she would have been like, are you kidding? Like, I think, like, I could feel her being like, ah, that gives me anxiety. Like, it's so funny because I did everything I think she would have been like, no, 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 no. Because you know anxiety and you know body image stuff. Like, we want to hide. We don't want to be seen. We want to be, you know, made small. And it just brings me back to, like, you know, days of, like, high school, middle school being like, I don't want to be seen. I want to be really small. Um, you know, I can't even go get, like, my lunch because then people will think, you know, it's like these, it's, I'm kind of like, I can't believe, I feel like a different human and it sounds so crazy, but I feel like a different person. And it's, you know, it's that moment, like that one moment that you're like, I'm going to do something differently, but you know, it's the many, 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 many moments of choosing again, choosing again, choosing again, choosing again, because it's just there, you know, and some days and some weeks and months, it's all good. And then sometimes that like slippery thought or those slippery thoughts come in and you're like, oh, damn, I have to course correct. And I have to you know, so it's, it's this discipline to being committed to like, no, I I really want to be committed to loving my life and loving myself and, you know, fighting for, like you said, fighting for my pleasure. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's so fascinating because we're a culmination of the experiences we have. We take on the identity of something that is, is, is continuously repeated in our life. Right. So if we've had trauma, in any kind of way related to to pleasure or intimacy, you know, name your space. I mean, that's what we're talking about today. Then you associate your confidence level with that. Anything yep. less than ideal, we go to a place of lacking confidence and lacking empowerment, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I absolutely couldn't agree with you more. It's that trauma really can, can affect us deeply. Mm -hmm. And so then what, yeah. what inspired you to make a shift? Like what, what was going on in your life at the time that you said, I am a badass and I am looking at myself in this way. And on top of that, I want to do the work that is going to help other people to look at themselves. Yeah. That's such a good question. So I had a really, maybe six years ago, I can't, I don't even know math, but years ago, six, seven years ago, I had just, a, I mean, all of the things like a come to Jesus, um, you know, people, my family being diagnosed with, you know, cancer and friends dying and dealing with actually a very severe eating disorder. At this point, I was on the other side of the spectrum. You know, I would go from binge eating to working out three times a day and not eating. So I was on that side of the spectrum. Wow. If I wasn't eating, working out all the time, you know, the gist. And I was like, I, this is not sustainable. Like this is fully not sustainable. And what's so funny is with, um, with the cancer diagnosis of a parent, 
I actually was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get interested in things like holistic food, you know, holistic living and Reiki. And I just literally never had an intention of doing this as a business. It was like, I was still living my life and I was like, Oh, I took this class or like these things are called affirmation. You know, like I was just getting excited. I was like, I'm just going into study and I'm just purely sharing this information with you. Mm-hmm. And then it, of course, like I was so resistant to it. I was like, no, 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 because people, you know, friends were like, oh my God, I have this thing happening. I have this ailment. I'm going through this. And I was like, oh, why don't you come over to my apartment after, you know, after work and I'll give you a Reiki session or I'll, and it like, then it slowly start or I'll give you coaching. And so this slowly, I was like, and I saw it happening and I was like, no, 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 What's how, why is this built, this business being formed, you know, before my very eyes and then I, you know, accepted it and was excited and all that. But it did start from a, a pure place of like learning and helping. And I just want to be of service. And I'm, oh my God, I took this class. How can we, you know, implement this? And then out of there, it just spiraled and t- had its own life of its own. And I was like, you know, it, like I said, I was like, no, 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 I don't want this. And it was like, LOL, we're going <laughs> to, it's going to happen. So yeah. climb on board. The universe. Totally. <laughs> Universal connection. It's with- true. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> it's almost too, that's the, one of the best places to be is when you're in alignment so much with what you're enjoying doing that you don't even realize that this can, this can be a business. I can write every day. Exactly. And that's why I, I, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, Oh yeah, come on over like friends, like come on over and do this. Thing. And then I was like, Oh my God, it's, it's cre- like, you know, it's creating its own life. And I, I, I could, st- I don't, I could stop it if I want to, you know what I mean? Like it just was building and building and building. And it, I couldn't, I never could have made this up. Like literally never in my wildest dreams. And again, the anxiety version of me was very cynical. Mm-hmm. And so I think they would have been like, excuse me, yeah. what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, excuse and, me. And then I know when you started out, because you've been do at this for a few years, you had a broader, you know, broader range and then you narrowed in Yes. Place of sex and intimacy relationships, dating. How did that focus happen? That's such a good question. So, you know, life coaching is so fabulous. And also sometimes people don't hear you because it's, they, it's like, I'm going to change your life. And people are like, okay, yeah, all right. You know, like, what does that mean? Like, it just, wow. you know what I mean? People are like, what, what are you talking about? And so it just, it so perfectly happened that I was, you know, a very broad stroke, very broad stroke. And then, you know, it worked because now people can hear me more because honestly, everything's connected. So maybe they come into the door for relationships and then we're going to unravel. Oh, there's some money, the weird stuff around money or there's some weird stuff around this, but it's, it's cleaner and it gets people like I have that thing. And then it opens up to the door to more, but in actuality, it's funny. I was doing, you know, again, I'm like, love a good class. So I was doing all these classes and I remember being like, I don't need this one class, but I'm just going to go. And it was around pleasure, sexual empowerment, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, oh, there's just, you know, and then I was like, oh, no, no, no. It was the other thing, like, oh, no, no, no. Like, it's good. I think this is going to impact my business. And that actually is one of the reasons why I did a pivot. And again, it's people could hear me more now because it's like, got it. Where before it was like, you could change my life. Like, what does that mean? Like, that's too, what are you it feels like too much. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, it's funny and I, and I'll, I can relate to you so much because being a life coach too, it's, it's this, right? It's a yes. whole big slice of pie and you're, you're hundred percent on point with that. Yep. People have 
a particular area of focus. But as you dig deeper and you unravel and you uncover and you peel back the layers of the onion, it's never one thing. Yep. Yeah, everything's connected. Much bigger than that. Right. And also here's the thing. Right. And it like almost blows out your nervous system to be like, I'm going to hire someone to change my whole life. It's like, oh my God, that feels so overwhelming. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what does that mean? Like, first of all, can that even really happen? You know, it just feels like that's way too much. That's way too much. And I don't want to like blow people out of their, like their nervous system. So it's like, let's start with this one thing. And then, and then when it feels safe, we could climb over here. We could climb over here. So yeah, that it's, everything's connected, but you can't tell people that right away, you know, cause they might be like, that's too much. Like this. So it's like, okay, let's gently walk side by side into this thing. You know what I mean? It, totally. And so, so speaking of that, what do you find is the most common challenges that people have when they come to you? Oh, that's such a good question. And this is a sidebar. A lot of people in my specific niche, like sexual empowerment, like they, they all target to the same type of people, which is great. I'm so glad, but it's a lot of like women like this. And I am like very much, I want everyone to be different. <laughs> like, and I, like, I, I really pride myself on holding space for many, many different people. Yeah. And I want to say that as a sidebar, cause it will like, it surprises people um, that every walk of life, there's so many, there's so much stuff about body image and confidence. And what's so interesting, like I said, I see women, I see men, I see everyone, everyone. And I think, oh, they, they probably love themselves. And they're like, I hate this. I hate this. I feel, and I'm like, oh my God, this is not some, like, no one is immune to this. Mm -hmm. Like literally. And again, there's like different scales and, but no one is immune to this. I see that a lot. And I also see, um, a resistance to pleasure. And that just means like point blank, like even pleasure, like I'm eating my meal and I'm really enjoying this or I'm, I can really sit down and like smell this essential oil and like really read this book. There's like this, <gasps> like we have this resistance to feeling safe around pleasure. So I see that a lot. Why do you think that is? Like That's what? a great question. I think there's fear of like, what if the other shoe drops? What if like, I think there's fear, right? Like what if the other shoe drops? What if I'm feeling so good and think something get rips out underneath me? You know, that's a fear too. Mm -hmm. um, and there's also the other component of people don't feel worthy of that. And, you know, we, and we live in like, let's face it. We live in a patriarchal capitalistic <laughs> culture <laughs> where it's like, you know, it's like, which is fine, whatever, in some ways, whatever, but it's like, keep moving. Let's say that it is fat. This fascinates me so much because if I could walk around like with the t-shirt that was like pleasure all day, like right. I would be that person. I'm like, uh, yeah. You're like, what's the resistance? You I'm know, confused. You know? Like, I don't think that people should be averse to that in all of the realms that you're talking about, whether that's yes. your, you know, your food, the richness of your conversations, sex. Like, I, I think that go full throttle and, and you know yes. fully but when there's that resistance the 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 joy is not there no and it's not it's and it's so like again like i'm like we live in this culture where it's like it's hustle culture it's productivity culture so it's kind of like like okay erica that's great like you want me to sit down and you know have a bubble bath or whatever flavor of pleasure you want but it's like i don't have time for that that's i'm not worthy there's a big store, a big collective story that I'm not worthy of that. I'm only worthy if I produce, 
if I hustle, if I'm quote unquote successful. So that's mm-hmm. why there's this big, when I'm like, you know, suggest doing pleasure exercises, people are like, ha like, <laughs> no, anyway, you know, like, like <laughs> because of the societal, societal norms that we've created, they're going, okay, how long is this going to take? Totally. You only deserve this much time to, to lend itself to this. But uh, I, I love that we're shifting yes. the mindset in this space because you're, you're right. We will not blink an eye at a 60 hour, 80 hour work week, but then it comes to slowing down, being present, being in the moment, having some indulgences, then there's guilt. Yeah. And there's a store of, of, there's fear too, of like, what if I'm looked at as lazy? What if I'm not trying? Like, there's a lot of like baggage that comes with, if I'm seen slowing down, if I'm seen Ah, like here I am right here right now. There's a lot of like fear that comes up. What if I'm looked at like I'm a hedonist? What if I'm looked at it like if I'm lazy or like it brings, there's celebration in working 80 hour weeks. Mm-hmm. There's celebration. It's funny. There's a counterintuitive celebration to burnout. It's like, I'm so burnt out. It's like, we like celebrate on that. Like, oh, I'm so burnt out. It's like, I'm so burnt out. And we celebrate and right. bond over that, which is so yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Well, and the, and the, and society celebrates up leveling as it relates to things like title. Yes. Right. So someone gets a promotion and and, and therefore there's this attachment to, to this becoming more almost to the point where you're not enough. If you don't keep going for the next and the next and the next and the next, what if you were happy right here? Right. It wasn't about a promotion. Totally you know, a new title with that. Is it bad? <laughs> right. Right. Did and that's, you, are you in trouble for that? Exactly. And that, exactly. And that's the, you know, that's the fear of like, or that's the trap, right? Because it's like, okay, you just got the 10,000. And listen, there's a, there's room for desire. You know, we always want to grow and get what we want, but okay. Just got the $10,000 raise. Next, I have to get this title. Next, I have to get the, the, the husband. Next, I have to get that. And it's like, I think there's a fine line of, you know, knowing what you want, actively going after it because you know like let's go after it let's go after what you want and being at peace with where you are now because there's always our mind is so cute and it plays tricks on us like once I lose the 10 pounds I'll be happy once I get the boyfriend I'll be happy once I make uh over six figures a month in my business I'll be happy but you know once we get that thing it's always the next it's like well once I do a TED talk I'll be happy you know it's like it's our brain is so cute at being like we got it next 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 Yes. You know, so it's what's the balance of I have desires, I'm going to actively, you know, go for them. And in the interim, I'm going to really be present and enjoy and be grateful for where I am right here right now. Yeah. And have s- many moments of celeb- uh, celebrating the progress and not just a milestone. Right. Because every day there can be these small wins and steps that can be fulfilling, not just the, you know, one event. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. And that's, you know, what robs us because we have our blinders on of like, okay, 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 okay. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be happy when I get this thing. And it's like, you're sure you may have a moment momentary high, but then you're missing out on so much other juice that's around you and magic around you. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I just have to get to this event. I just have to get this thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, but your blinders are on. Like there's other awesome things 
that are happening that you may be missing out on. Yeah. Well, and so I love the title of your ebook, Perfectionist Thank you. Pleasure Expert. So when someone comes to you and, and they're struggling in this, like what, what kind of exercise or exercises would you do with someone to get them more comfortable? Yes. Not feeling guilt around pleasure. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's, it's a loaded, it's a loaded topic. And here's the thing. We don't want to blow anyone's nervous system out. Cause right. if you're not used to it, I'm not going to be like, take the day off and take 14 bubble baths. You know, they might be like, Bleh. you know, like that's way too much, you know? So it's like, you know, let's little, but like micro step, micro step, micro step. What I do always suggest is the five senses. And that's the here and now, you know, that gets us right here, right now. Cause pleasure is also such like a weird conceptual thing that you're like, am I supposed to throw roses at myself? Like, what does that look like exactly? <laughs> so it's like, you know, like, why well, am I supposed to wear a boa? You know, like, what is that? So like, the if you want to incense, <laughs> die of a chocolate, you know, like I'm like, <laughs> overload. <laughs> right. I'm like, listen, like, God bless. If you Music. want that, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but I'm like, let's start so simple with just the five senses. And you don't need to do them all at once. It could just, if it feels safe, just one. So I'm, you know, like I said, I had this candle. I'm really enjoying the smell of this candle. I'm really enjoying my meal, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I start really small. So again, we don't blow us, blow, blow our nervous systems or like be like, this is too much. I can't handle this. It's like one sense at a time and really be here for that sensation. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm scratch it. And also I ask people like, what do you like? And it's this theme called pleasure research. We don't freaking know because we're so like, you know, I mean, sometimes we don't know because it's like, got to hustle, got to produce, got to get to the next day. And we just, we go on autopilot with our likes. So I'm always, you know, every Thursday I'm going to get that salad from sweet green. Great. Do you actually really like that salad from sweet green? Or is it just cause it's healthy and which is great, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so I always ask people like those habitual things, can you get on board and actually really be present and see if it feels good for you and your body or if it doesn't. And then for new things, you know, people might assume, Oh, I like, you know, uh, a gentle touch. Okay. Can you like maybe try your hand like scratching? Does that feel, does that sensation feel good or does it not? You know, so it's like retraining yourself almost like you're a child to see what you like. Cause again, we go on autopilot so quickly. Oh, I'm going to order those candles from bed, bath and, or bath and body works. Cause I always do. Do you actually like those? Like, do you genuinely like the smell of those candles? You know what I'm saying? Like we just, we go on autopilot for so many things. Yeah. It's like reawakening and realivening yourself to, Oh wait, I actually, that's actually a full yes for me. Or that's, I'm not really into it. Yeah. Like if it's not a hell yes, then it's, Maybe it's a no, you know, and, and yes, giving ourselves the permission to explore. I, I love the word explore because yes. it's, it's waking up every day and saying, it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to dig in and say, wow, and surprise yourself or say, nah, not really for me. There's, yeah. there's such a wide variety, but you don't know until you let yourself go. Right. I just made that. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And it doesn't have to be crazy. You know, like it could be within budget. It's not like you have to go take a yacht trip tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, listen, great, but it doesn't have to be, let's start like what you could handle. You know, it can be within your budget. It can be within your circumstances. And that's the thing, right? It's like, we have a story of pleasure that, oh, this person that has pleasure 
is, you know, not me, essentially. It's like maybe you're a mom of three. Maybe your pleasure to a mom of three might look different than this person. But mom of three, you're still worthy of pleasure. So how can we have pleasure when you have all the snacks in your purse and, you know, you're at the DMV? You know, it's different. It looks different for everyone. But no one is, how do I say, what's the word? No one is exempt from it. Like it can be for everyone. We just have to wiggle in our particular space, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like we're worthy, just like we need to eat every day. Just like, you know, it's something that if you treat it in the right way, it, it will, it's always there for us. Right. It is. It's totally accessible. And so, okay, so I'm envisioning a person um, because like you said, it's you, part of your mission is the relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then as you build that relationship with yourself, you're able to expand that confidence and that communication to others. So is it, is it progressive to you? Is it, does the work start with, okay, let's do this with you. And then as you see someone own it, and grow in that, then it transfers to, okay, now this other relationships, whether they're friendships or intimate relationships. Yeah. And even if they're, even if someone's in a relationship, like it's okay. Like, but I'm like, hold on, let's, let's put that on pause for a second. You know, like obviously still be in a relationship, but like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause so often people are like, well, my partner, well this, and I'm like, I totally believe you, but let's work, let's get you feeling solid and feeling great. And then we can introduce them. We could, you know, talk to them and make adjustments and all that good stuff. But that it's always, it always at the core is working with the person that's in front of you, you know? And what's so interesting, especially people are, are dating. Once they really start to do this work, they're like, Oh my God, I'm showing up completely differently. Like in the past I would blow through red flags and I would make it acceptable. And, you know, I'm just showing up completely differently. So it doesn't matter if you're in a partnership, partnerships, nothing, it doesn't matter. But I do like to say, okay, first and foremost, let's work with you. Let's work, like, let's have you feeling solid. And then we can, of course, talk about the people that you're, you know, in relationship with. I I love that. Here's why. One of the things that I've seen, and I'm not saying this is everyone, but at different points in time of womanhood, it's very easy for women to acquiesce to what other people want. Yes, in relationships and in dating. And so if you don't have solid ground, you don't have confidence of where your stakes are, uh, where your boundaries are, where your desires are, uh, your expectations, wants, you know, dislikes, you can go into something and completely just fall into whatever somebody else wants to do. This is what gives them pleasure. This is what makes them happy. And all of a sudden in the process, you didn't even know who you are <laughs> because yes. you don't know what it is for you. And right. you're not, someone's not able to meet you halfway because you've completely, you know, adopted an identity that is not necessarily your own, you know? And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm not saying d- don't be adaptive or don't be open-minded to other concepts, ideas, and someone else's things that they'd like. But I think as, as an individual moving in the world, your independence and confidence is sustained when you know who it is that you are. Yes, it's so true. And also, here's the thing, you know this, like you become resentful. 
when it's so you you're like because it's all about them and it's all and you're like i and then the, the people like if you're in a relationship with someone in whatever capacity most people that are have clean energy and are you know good good peeps they want it to be reciprocal you know they want the give and take and it's really hard to give to someone that doesn't know what they want or doesn't feel worthy of sharing it and it's you're not giving that person a gift in fact you're like slighting them you know, like people want, especially when you're giving, 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 people do want to give back to you, but it's, you know, people feel that when you have your arms up and you're pushing away, you know? So I think that's important to, it's, it's again, it's a hard concept, but especially for women, but to make it safe to receive, that's big. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yeah. So in with, you know, specifically with intimacy, you know, and because we we kind of highlighted in the in the beginning, I, I mentioned body image and just yes. how they see themselves. How does someone shift from that if they come to you and they're like, you know, I want to enjoy intimacy and sex, and but I view myself in this way. Therefore, this is, this is my belief. If you view yourself in a certain way, you're inviting others to view you that way. Totally. So if you're like, mm, you know, I know, I don't know. I just don't know. I, I'm not cute. That no, like that's the energy that you're giving out there. Yeah. That same person, same looks, same everything that they have, but their vibe is like, I got this. And you're lucky to have this because I'm awesome. And, you know, like you just show up in a different way. That's a completely different vibe. You're inviting somebody to see you that way. Mm-hmm. But I know that they're, you know, it's not like you just wake up as one and then you, you know, turn around tomorrow. <laughs> so what, what is that? What does that work look like? Yes, <laughs> I love it. To that place of of confidence with your body image to now lean into you know better intimacy. Yeah, this is a sidebar, but I have to say this because you know if someone's listening, they may be like, yeah, 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 it's all a vibe, like whatever. I can say first of all, working one on one with people, but I have done so many damn retreats, like so I've done it all. Like I have done this work through and through and I've been a participant, been a coach, been, like been on every angle of, of this work. Hands down. And I remember being like, eh, it's a vibe, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. I am not kidding you. I have seen people transform. Like you said, wearing the exact same outfit, the exact same thing. This is a, a cliff notes, but I have to share this because I think it's important. But there's a story of Marilyn Monroe and she was walking through New York City. I don't know. I'm sure you probably heard this story. And, you know, people are like, oh, my God, it's Marilyn Monroe. It's Marilyn Monroe. And I guess she said, oh, my God, who is the I, I forgot who she was talking to. I think it was, um, it doesn't matter. But she was saying to to the person, she was like, all right, I don't want to be, Mar- like, I want to be a girl enjoying New York City today. So they're on the subway platform. He's like, you're Mar- Marilyn Monroe. That's not going to happen. He goes, yes, it is. And she shuts herself off. And she shuts her radiance off. And she's just a girl. And she's just here. And no one recognized her. No one recognized her. And then she said, whatever, they lived their day, whatever. And she goes, you want to see it? And he goes, yeah. And she did it. And people again, oh my God, it's Marilyn Rowe. And they swarmed to her. And so I share this because this is, it's so funny in the past. I've been like, that's bullshit. It's real. Like it is so real. And again, it's good to know this because 
when to whip it out. You know what I mean? If you're walking down the street and you're like, I want to feel good. I want to feel empowered. Whip it out. But if you're in a dark alley, maybe that's not the time to whip it out. You know what I mean? So if there's right, it's good to have it's good to know it's real. Way too much. Right. 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 Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> but having discernment. You know, just put that right back. Um, but I just want I shared that because I want you know, it's I know people might be like, that's some BS, but it's not. Like there's because we don't we you know, it's it's not concrete, but it is real. And again, I've seen hundreds of people wearing the exact same outfit, the same thing, and I'm like, oh my god, they're beautiful. You know, like they'd be slumped over like this, and then it's like they did the work, and I'm like, oh my god, it's a, a goddess is in front of me. You know, like I'm like, what the hell? So the cliff notes of that is it's real, first and foremost. And I think it takes it takes work. That's why actually, you know, and not a lot of work, you know, it just takes persistence and commitment. And that's why most of my containers are a minimum of six months. Because here's the thing, sometimes you start doing the work. And like I said, you're like, oh my God, I'm horrible. I'm horrible. And so it's, it's a commitment to the mindset. It's commitment to being in your body. It's commitment to doing this stuff. It's, I wish it was an overnight recipe. I wish, but that's why, again, I'm like, all right, a minimum of six months working with people because stuff comes up, you know? And again, especially if you've had any form of form of trauma, I, here I am, I'm reading, I'm big. There's a fear when you have trauma in your body. Oh my God, is that going to be taken away from me? Is that going to be robbed? So it's, it's a, a long, not too long, but it's a process over time to, I feel safe enough to be radiant. I feel safe in my body to be seen and to be big. Cause there's lots of, there's could be things that are rubbing up against it. So my job is holding people, making it safe to be seen, making it safe to take up space and to be radiant. You know, when, when, trauma and just living in this life, you know, there's fear of being seen, there's feel, fear of being radiant. So it's making, you know, making sure that they feel safe enough to go ahead and do that. Yeah. And it does take time for, for behaviors to become habits. Totally. And that's where I think it, the work is necessary. It's almost like wearing armor yep. every day. And feeling like you're not going to take it off until you feel safe to do so. And you're working with people to take that armor off because they, they're starting to recognize that they don't need it, you know. And, right. and I often feel that it's people trying, it's <sighs> the first person that's in your own way is you. Mm -hmm. And that's the who you're trying to move out of the way <laughs> because right. is your your past, your traumas, the triggers mm -hmm. that's preventing you from opening yourself up to the possibilities. And that's where I believe that work is, is how it's do true. you get into a mindset to acknowledge that's a trigger? How do I work through that so I can get past it and now be the better version of myself, not the one that was the scared I'm not going to do this because I'm not worthy version. Yep. Yep. And it's, that's the thing too. It's like, you can't have someone rip off their armor in one day. I mean, you can, but that feels really unsafe. You know, if someone, it feels like pretend go with me, like being naked, being here is unsafe. They're going to want to hold on to the armor. So mm -hmm. that's, it feels really aggressive to be like, just rip off the armor. You're fine. So it's my job to, okay, let's slowly take off the headpiece. Does that feel safe? 
okay, can we implement that? Okay. You know, so that's why it's a little bit of a process. Right. And well, we have to work. Like, yeah. Like when someone goes in, into the military, right. Yep. And you're fighting for our country and then you become a civilian. You don't just, your, your mind is still in that space of, protecting and serving and therefore you see the world that way. So to think differently yep. is, is a difficult shift of, Oh, oh I'm not, I'm not doing that right now. This I'm doing this right now. Exactly. Um, wow. It's wild, but it's the, the thing I want to say about it is it sounds so corny because everyone always says this, but like truly if I could do it, anyone could do it <laughs> because the, I should have, I honestly wish I had, I mean, maybe I do, but like a before and after, I mean, looks like the exact same person, but mm -hmm. just shows up. I mean, so differently. It's absolutely insane. So the good news is it's possible. I firsthand have done it. I have seen truly hundreds and hundreds of people do it that have trauma, that have baggage, that thought they could never. So the good news in this is that it's possible for anyone if they want to. Yeah. That's amazing. It's good stuff. I, yeah, I just, <laughs> I do think it's so amazing. And, and so, you know, kind of delving a little bit into more detail with your work. So we, we've talked about six months, you know, at that is, is, is that commitment to sustainable change is being able to take action and show that you're showing up differently, you know, for yourself. And so what are some of the, maybe a success story of a recent, you know, client or two that you can share of what they look like when they started and where they look, what they look like today. Oh, I love that. That's such a good question. I'm, I'm like, I have so many, especially, you know, you write them all out. So I'm like, you know, when people send them and you type them, so it's so good. I have so many, so many ones on the top of my head, but I'll start with this one. This is really good, especially with the body image stuff. So I had a client who, I mean, would never, I mean, couldn't even look in the mirror. And they were saying like, I'm ruining relationships, like ruining friendships because it was so, they were so closed off. They were, and now this person, I mean, completely flourished in front of my eyes. They, I mean, they were so closed off. They had so much trauma and now they have a relationship to their body, to their sexuality, their dating, which is like true. This person has never dated in their whole life. So they're dating they actually, they're like, I'm not even kidding. I actually love myself. So it's like, it sounds so, but this person would not even want to look in the mirror because they're like, I'm so disgusted. They didn't really take good care of themselves because they felt like I'm not worthy of taking a shower. I'm not worthy of, you know, and now that this person is like, I bought this perfume and I'm going here and I'm traveling. Like true, the true 180 is like, or 360, I don't even know what the hell it is, but it's like, so shift. Yeah, I'm like, all the turns, all the turns. <laughs> yeah, like, whatever, it's on one side of the spectrum. <laughs> I don't know math, but they did a big transformation. Big, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, like, listen, guys, it was really <laughs> That's huge. It's huge. You know, when you when you can't even look in the mirror, and then you you get to that point where you actually can share space with somebody and feel good yes. about it, is is a big dramatic is a big dramatic change. Right, um, and yeah, and I said to her, I was like, let's just get to body. You know, when you hate yourself that much, I'm like, let's just get to body neutrality for now, and then we can get to body love. And they literally hopped over from hate. Yeah, I was like, excuse, because I was like, let's just get like, let's yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? Like, and they just hopped. I hopped on over 
the neutrality to the love and they're like this part I love you know my skin and this and that and I'm like oh my god so it's like it's the best shit to watch you know what I mean you can't make this up this is like the best gift in the world that's so funny I was thinking I love Bruno Mars <laughs> so like you know that song this is so freaking random <laughs> nothing to do with anything <laughs> I love it. That song, Treasure. Yes. I was like, I was thinking, pleasure. (laughs) That actually is great. I'm like, somewhere we could use that within, it works somewhere. So like every time your client gets from one place to the other, there's like some sort of theme song. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, all right, time. Yeah, they get to, they get a theme song at the end of the program. <laughs> I love they I think I'd like that. I'm like I might have to uh, I might have to investigate. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, you know, music and things like that make you feel good and and it's true. Live live and lean into that. But I do, you know, I want to ask you something about dating because I've had this conversation with some girlfriends and I'm just wondering. And this goes back to the conversation we were having about um knowing yourself before you go and engage with others, because it's just going to make you a person who is, has a foundation, right? That you always have, um, whether there was a per like you were saying, whether there's a person there or not, yep. do you feel like it is important for the work on yourself to be done before you go off and date? Because I've heard some people say, yeah, but it's all, it's all a process. Like you don't need to, you know, do all that. Like you can, for, for example, like, let's say there's a breakup. Cause I'm, I don't know. I know there's different views on this. That's why I'm asking the question. Let's say somebody breaks up and they do carry some triggers and things with them because there's patterns in the types of relationships they have. My, like my perspective is before you jump in, to another relationship is to do a bit of that inward work, mm-hmm. see where you're at and give yourself some time. And there's others that would argue like, fuck that. Like I'm going to yep. go and you know, I don't want to be by myself. Ew. Like, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hello, like, no, yes. You know, so what, what do you think about that? That's such a great question. So I think it straddles a really fine line. So there's this wonderful woman that everyone should follow. Her name is Ginger Dean. She's a psycho um, psychotherapist. And in her program, she calls him a love sabbatical. And it's kind of, yeah, I'm like, ooh. And it's giving yourself that time after, even if the relationship was a month or two. I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a six-month sabbatical. But giving yourself a moment to digest what the hell just happened the good, bad, and ugly. Like you just need a moment to like, like land. Here's where it gets tricky. I hear a lot in the self-love community, like love yourself and then date. It's like, okay. So it's okay. It's a very fine line because then people feel they need to do self-love work and this work they put, then there's no expiration date and there shouldn't be an expiration date on this work. You're constantly evolving. You're constantly changing. But then sometimes what I see is it like warps into perfectionism So it's like, I have to be perfect. I have to be this weight. I have to do this and then I can date. So I think it straddles a really fine line of, okay, you just had this relationship. Let it land, digest, process what the hell just happened. You know, give yourself a moment. Okay, digest that and moving forward, what do I want? Get clear, all that stuff. 
and then you can go out there and do it. But there, we get into it. Sometimes I see people get into a pattern like, well, I take, yep, I take one more course. I have to do one more thing. And so I think we could swing both ways. Like, let me just hop right in or let me wait and wait and wait. Here's another reason why I tell people like, give yourself a moment, digest, and then hop in is relationship triggers their own triggers. Like you're going to be triggered in life, like by body image and confidence, like on your own, you're going to be triggered. Great. But relationships bring its own set of tricks. You know what I mean? Like only when you're in a relationship, will the weird jealousy stuff come out? Will this come out? So it's like, you kind of need that. Does that make sense? Cause people are like, I'm just going to work on myself. I'm going to work on myself. And then I'm going to be perfect for the person. It's like, keep doing the work, but keep doing the work while you're in the relationship because you're, you're not going to, there's its own specific bag of triggers that are going to come out when you are in a relationship. So I think it's a really fine line of not jumping in too quick, but not also waiting and waiting and waiting. So I think it's a balance of, I'm going to do my work. And especially if I bring in a new partner, I'm really going to do the work to make sure I'm not leading from a place of like fear and, and being extremely triggered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when, when women come to you specifically or men or just human beings come to you and specifically in the area of sex of saying, you know, and, and maybe it's a body image thing. Maybe it's, you know, how, how, what kinds of things are they usually trying to work on in that space? Yeah. More confident with it. Is it not feeling guilty with it? Is it, you know, and I know there's different things. I know we're not here today to talk about like religion and should you do this or shouldn't you? I'm I'm just talking generally, you know, maybe that plays into it though. I know for some people that's an aspect of it. Right. I think it's confidence for women specifically. I see a lot of past trauma, whether it be abuse or sexual abuse, you know, it's really freaking confusing after something traumatic happens. Like someone, I was robbed of this. How mm-hmm. the hell do I, what, what the fuck, you know, like what do, what do I do now? Yeah. So it's a big, a big, big component of my people, which I'm very grateful to hold them through that. Um, men, erectile dysfunction, porn addiction that they don't even know is a porn addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, not connecting to pleasure because with uh, I see a lot of men feel I have to hurry through this. Like I can't women actually have more permission to like a little bit more because we're still in the patriarchy, but a little yeah. bit more permission to slow down and to enjoy. It's more socially acceptable for us to be like, Oh my God, I love this salad from sweet green. than for more stereotypical straight man, people would be like, what the fuck? You know, like they'd get more shade on a man would get more shade if he was really in his pleasure and really enjoying. So with mm-hmm. men, I see that they feel they have to rush and they can't actually really be in the moment. And it's, you know, especially with their own self-pleasure practice, it's like, go oh, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Hurry. It's like, and they're like, I didn't even feel that, you know, like it was just a release, which is great. That it's a, it's great that it's a release, but it was nothing more. It was like, ah, yeah. get it out, get it done. But, you know, so it's like, it's so funny. We all come with our own, yeah, maybe Sets. that's like, yeah, that's probably part of why like porn is the number one, you know, like business ever. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Like this, hurry up, okay, let me just d- d- do that and then move on. Right, and also there's a, a big disconnection of, okay, I'm seeing this every day for, you know, most people, like for most men, especially, I'm seeing this every day, but then I'm actually, some a real human is in front of me what do I do? Like first, like it feels so diff. This is, so there's like a weird, they don't know how to bridge, which makes sense. Cause they see this thing every day. They see it every day. They see it every day. 
and there's a real live human in front of me, like I feel like I, I feel I'm shut down. So it's how can we make that bridge between point A and point B? That so it's is, so there's yeah. so many things for different. It's so wild that so many people bring so many different sets of yeah different stuff. And I would love you know I would love to see that world where we can break down those stigmas of right. what, what you're talking about the patriarchy or like the masculine and the feminine. Um, you know, males look like this, women look like this. Uh, I think it's bullshit. Like I really do. Personally. It's wild. Yes. That we're individuals. Yep. I think we have, uh, there is a spectrum, you know, of, yeah. of how people think and feel and, and, and sex is included in that. And I, and I, and I think that if we truly leaned into that, it would look different for everyone and it wouldn't be men or this and women or that. Yeah. Yep. I think if we really took the time and everybody took six months and really dug in it, we would find, um, those outcomes look a lot different than than what the stereotypical thing is that people believe to be true. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's a contraction. The, when you have so much, you're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be this. You naturally contract, and it, you if you go something a little bit left, you feel like you're wrong and you're shamed. And it's oh my god, it's just it's a, those stereotypes don't serve anyone, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I do have a couple of questions for my audience to get to know you a little bit better. And so the first one is, what are three words that best describe you? Ooh, that's such a good question. Okay. Um, I would say funny, even though I wasn't too funny today, but I am funny. Uh, so I would say <laughs> so funny. Um, okay, funny. Um, like bright, not like bright, like smart, but like bright, like vibrant, vibrant. Yes. That's the word. Thank you. Vibrant. And then, um, like a good listener, but that's like two words. So compassionate. (laughs) (laughs) I totally accepted that. Yeah, compassionate. That's good. Thank Funny, you. Vibrant and compassionate. Yeah, that feels good. That is fabulous. That does Thank feel you. great. Okay. What is something that you are working on improving? Ooh, that's a really good question. Lots of things because I'm a Virgo. So I like, like working on a hundred things at once. Um, but my relationship with money is a big one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, money. And also this is a sidebar, but living, and it sounds corny, but living more from love and trust versus fear and scarcity. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big bomb. (laughs) That's massive. It's massive. And it's hard because you lose it. So it's like, okay, how do I keep coming back through it? How do I keep coming back to this intention throughout the day? Yeah. And I do think it's one of those things where there's peaks and valleys. There's ups and downs. There there are times when you are fully embracing and then there's something that comes up and then you're back to a space of fear. Yep. Totally. And it's, that's, it's cool that it we rub up against something. I think we're supposed to rub up against stuff. Otherwise it's the point of this, you know, part of the learning. It is. It's part of the learning. Okay. What is a self-limiting belief about yourself that you've had to overcome? Ooh, um, I'm stupid. 
so the stupid, which then bleeds into I'm unworthy, I'm not capable, I'm not deserving, that whole, that came with a whole lineage of fake stories. Like a domino effect of truly horrible storytelling that yes. you have to uh, rewrite. Consistently. Yes. Consistently. Uh, I know it's so rude. I feel like a lot of people <laughs> can relate to that though. Because yeah. you yourself one negative thing and it can spiral into these other things. And then if you say it enough, then you believe it. And then yep. it becomes a limiting. It's, ugh. it's just crazy. Don't, just, yeah, just, just don't even. <laughs> yourself, okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, what is one thing that you want to see changed in the world? Oh, my God. Okay. What's one thing I want to see changed in the world? <laughs> so many things, especially now. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Um, you know, I guess no, there's a lot, but I'll say, because we're on this topic, I think normalizing this work and normalizing any emotional, spiritual type work, like everyone needs a therapist. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a support system. And it ranges, you know, like people have very aggressive traumas and people may have a more low grade, but we all need assistance. So I think, I really think, think normalizing this work, I would be thrilled if that was a thing. Preach. Yeah, I'm like, please, hallelujah, come through. <laughs> that would be ideal. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that goes back to, uh, to stigma, societal. Oh, yeah. Things, right, of I got this, I could figure it out on my own, I don't need help, that's for weak people, blah, blah, bullshit, yeah, all that. I love it. I am in full agreement with you. Okay, what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever been given? Ooh, what's, oh my God, there's so many. Um, <laughs> what's a good piece of advice? I have been given lots of good pieces of advice, but I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> really pieces of advice. <laughs> I feel very lucky. Um, Oh, you know, my dad is a big proponent of this, which is so funny, but I'm always like, dad, you know, especially like, I should have invested in this stock. I should have done this. And he's like, you stop looking back. You have to look forward. And he's very, I did this wrong. I did this. He's very big on, okay, you learned, keep your head up and keep it moving. And I'm always like, yeah, but, but, and he's like, stop. So I actually really, really love that. Cause I'm good. You know, when you have anxiety, you're good at future tripping or going to the past. So it's nice to just be like, here we are, like stop, stop ripping your past to shreds. So I, I really like that. That is huge because we can't change it. Can we? We can't. No. Hmm. What's the point of, there's no point of it. It's already happened. Yeah. Yep. We do that. <laughs> we do. <laughs> oh my God. What, when did that happen? 10 years ago, but still. Right. Exa exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe let that one go, dear. You're like, just let that one go. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. That is a smart dad. Right? I know. I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. So tell us about what you have coming up. What, yes. what kinds of things are, are cooking up for you that we can look forward to as we follow your journey and what you have to offer? Yes. So I, you know, like I said, a lot of this work is to someone listening can feel like, oh gosh, like, I don't know how to, which level I want to jump in. So I made it 
that everyone feels nurtured at whatever level that they want to. If you want to jump in and do a call, great. If you're like, no, 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 I just want to, you know, enter, you know, look at your stuff on the Instagram, great. So I'll go by levels. So if you're like, I just want to be kind of in your realm, great. I totally understand. So you can go to Instagram and that's at we the light underscore LLC. Great. You don't have to interact with me. Also, my ebook that we talked about, you also don't have to interact with me, which is great. You never have to talk to me. You could just get the book. Um, and that's also at my website, which is www.wethelight.org. Um, I'm launching a podcast. I'm very excited soon. So that's another one. You don't have to interact with me. You could just get the free goodies. Oh, and I should say the book is free. So we love free things. So just get on the website, wethelight.org. Get the podcast. Get the book. You never have to talk to me. If something in this conversation sparks something for you, let's talk. And literally, it's no strings attached. It's a free call. I'm, I will not be offended if you're like, nah, it's a no for me. Like, great. The point is that we have a 60-minute session. We do a baby session. We talk about, you know, what might have inspired you in this chat or whatever. And then we see if we're fit to work together. If we are, great. If we're not, great. Same thing. You can get that on my website, wethelight.org. Um, and you just schedule, schedule a 60-minute consultation. It's great. Again, literally no strings attached which is ideal. So there's many different, pla like, again, Instagram, the podcast is coming, the book, or if you're like, ah, I'm scared, but I kind of like things that you were saying, let's hop on a call. It's no strings attached. It's free. And we'll do it up. And I, my point is just that I'm a safe space for you to talk about stuff. Like I said, we all need it. So I'm, I'm happy to be of service in that capacity. Yeah. And I'm, I, I couldn't be a bigger advocate because again, you know, in, in my work, that I do, which is, is predominantly fear, self-limiting beliefs, confidence. Um, this is an element that I hear about and it's important to address, you know, your, your relationship with yourself, pleasure and empowerment. And, and I would, I would love to see people feel empowered, but you're so right. I think we, we walk around with a mask often because, it's easy. It's easy. Yeah. To do. We, you know, and then if we, if we get a little Brene Brown right now, right. And get in our vulnerability and get in our feels a little bit, life doesn't work that way. Right. We're human beings, we have real feelings, we have real emotions. And if we suppress them and don't address them, then we're not doing ourselves a service. So I think it's so great that you, that you hold a space, whether it's, you know what, I just want to follow your content because you're positive, I can learn from the things that you share, or you know what, I really am ready to take the step of doing some of my own work, doing the self work to get a little bit further and to gain that confidence in the space of, you know, dating or relationships and empowerment, then that's great too. This has been so amazing. I could talk to you for hours, Erica. <laughs> I know, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> so fun thank you okay now we yeah now we have to have one of those meet up on a weekend yes <laughs> don't have you know a time limit uh because yeah i can i can share in this um so much i just think it's incredibly valuable and i'm grateful that we got to hold space together to indulge in this a little bit and give people a chance to give themselves that gift of asking themselves questions uh today Thank you so much. It was so, I was such a pleasure being here. It really was. And you're doing great things. So I'm glad we could come together in time and collaborate. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, I'm excited for now the podcast. It'll be, will it be this year? It will. It'll be actually it's dropping um, Halloween 2021. So in like three weeks. Oh, yes. Like really happening right this moment. Okay. It's happening right this moment. <laughs> yeah. This is real <clears throat> happening. Perfect. Okay. So we will look out for that. I'm definitely going to be tuning in. I think that the content is incredible that you do. So um, yeah, I'll, I'll make a plug for that as I follow you to remind people that it's coming out um, because we, especially in this virtual world that we're in, you know, we're all, I think people are looking for uh, places to find things and podcasts are such a great way they're free. They're available on so many different platforms. Um, so that'll that'll be amazing. So we'll look forward to that. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited. Thank you. <laughs> and if I'm in New York, I'm gonna let you know. Oh, you better. <laughs> and I'm if I'm in Vegas, which I will be. <laughs> yes. Visit me. Awesome. <laughs> Erica Wiederlight, founder of We The Light. So clever, so clever, and so much fun to have a conversation about pleasure, which is all-inclusive pleasure with all the dimensions of our life, from the food, to the moments, to the experiences, to sex, all of that good stuff. Now, I want to call out her podcast because at the time that this episode is launching, her podcast actually comes out tomorrow on Halloween, and it is called Welcome to Weeder Life. And Weeder is spelled W-I-E-D-E-R. So check that out, look it up. Welcome to Weeder Life, L-I-F-E. Anywhere you listen to podcasts and support her because us podcasters, it takes a lot of work to pull this type of content together. And it is our passion to bring you the kinds of subjects, topics, and conversations that you could learn from. Uh, and in this case, it is everything in the space of dating, relationships, intimacy, empowerment, sex, all kinds of good stuff that maybe there is not a place where you get to talk about that all the time. And her podcast could be the place that you learn something new about yourself, that you could give the gift to you or maybe give the gift to the relationship or relationships that are in your life. I would invite you as you reflect on today's episode to think about your relationship with pleasure. I love, I just love the title that she has from perfectionist to pleasure expert because we can do that, can't we? Get so caught up in being perfect. And when you are truly present, when you are being in the moment, with your thoughts and your feelings and you gain that confidence and that self-love, pleasure can be mind-blowing and awesome and you do deserve it. Remember that, you deserve it. Do not rob yourself of that. You can have the great career and the money and the house and all of those things. 
but you are not going to have fun or feel fulfilled if you don't allow yourself to enjoy and feel pleasure. So do that gut check. Check out her content. She actually is very funny. So follow her on Instagram. I'll make sure all the links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you are enjoying listening to more than one episode each week of the Born Unbreakable podcast and like the content. And if you do, hey, do me this favor and give a rating and review. Go right there on Apple, scroll to the bottom, and you will see a place that you can give a star rating and write a quick review. It will take less than 60 seconds. I truly appreciate it. Remember that you are your only limit, so take action today. Tune in again next week for several new episodes that are inspiring and fun of the Born Unbreakable podcast. See you next time.